Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Ujima Spirit Podcast. I am your host, Tika Taylor. Today's topic is self-identity and self-identifying. Everyone has a unique self-identity. No one has an identical or same identity. Self-concept is how you perceive yourself to be, how you define yourself, and how you think about yourself. You have your own unique traits, desires, abilities, personality, characteristics, qualities, talents, and skills. People identify themselves based on their self-concept. The self-concept is used to create a self-identity. Self-identity is the awareness of one's unique identity. Self-identity is your self-impression. Self-identity creates your self-image. Self-image is the idea, conception, or mental image one has of oneself. Self-image includes your personal identity. Your personal identity is who you are to include your values, beliefs, personality, traits, physical attributes, aspiration, and abilities. It is the concept you develop about yourself throughout your life. In other words, you obtain your personal identity through your life's experiences and who you become. Now, some of the traits that are part of your personality identity includes your personality type, intelligence, personal choices and desires, personal clothing style, personal expression style, preferences and choices, how do you interact with others, how you spend your time, your dreams, your fantasies, economic status, religious beliefs, moral codes and values, who you associate with, your political views, philosophical views, spirituality, physical activities, your educational goals, relationships, your preference in music and and, uh, movies and sports, all those things are part of your personal identity. Now, some people choose to identify with only a few characteristics of their personal identity and reject the others. Sometimes they may not even be aware of their many other characteristics or attributes that are part of their personal identity. Some people focus on identifying with their occupation, social status, social roles, economic position, physical characteristics, and family relations. When you ask someone, who are you? Some of them will respond that I am a doctor. Okay, They're choosing to identify with their occupation or job. I am a wife. They're choosing to identify with their marital status. I am intelligent. They're choosing to identify with their intellectual status. I am rich. They're choosing to identify with their economic status. I am black. 
they're choosing to identify with their racial status. I am a man. They're choosing to identify with their biological sex status. I am confident. They're choosing to identify with a personal characteristic. I am good. They're choosing to identify with a moral status. I am an immigrant. They're choosing to identify with their immigration status. I am a Republican. They're choosing to identify with their political view. I am a Buddhist. They're choosing to identify with their spiritual or religious belief. I am an indigenous person. They're choosing to identify with their cultural status. I am a parent. They're choosing to identify with their family relationships. Now, one person can have multiple personal identities. Okay, one person can be a doctor, a wife. They can be intelligent, rich, black, confident, good. They can be an immigrant. They can be a Republican. They can be a Buddhist, an indigenous person, and a parent. Okay, so one person can have multiple different personal identities to choose from. Now it's up to them which one they're going to identify with. Again, there are numerous types of personal identities that we can choose to identify with. Now, all of these categories fall under social identity. Social identity. Now, social identity is the group that we belong to, belonging to a group or the membership that we have within that group. Social identity, belonging to a group or a social group membership. Now, these groups can be divided into different categories, social groups. All right, we have a religious identity, that's part of the social identity, a gender identity, political identity, sexual identity, cultural identity, and biological identity. Now let's start with the biological identity. Racial identity and ethnic identity falls under the biological identity. Now it is your human right to claim your biological identity as a human being. No one has the right to deny or deprive you of your biological identity, which includes your birth, physical body, biological sex at birth, family genetic lineage, racial ancestral group connection, and your place of birth. This identity is permanent and fixed. Nothing or no one can ever delete, alter, or erase it. Some people are denied their biological identity due to being enslaved or a victim of human trafficking. If they're placed in foster care or they've been adopted, if they're displaced through migration or forced immigration, or they have a sex change operation when they are a small child and they have no recollection of their biological sex identity okay so biological identity is very important everyone has a biological identity as a human being when you choosing your personal identity you could definitely choose to identify yourself as a human being 
because that's what you are. I am a human being. I am an African. I am a biological female. Okay? I come from this family lineage. I am who I am. All right? So we have a biological identity that we should claim. Now, some people don't identify with their biological identity. Okay? Some people avoid that because maybe they were in foster care. Maybe they were adopted. Maybe they came from another country and they don't have any recollection or any proof of where they come from and where their family came from. But it is very important for all human beings to have a biological identity. Now, a culture identity, the shared characteristics of a group of people include the traditions, the customs, values, language, social behavior, art, music, literature, and cuisine. So there is a cultural identity that we should be able to identify with. Cultural identity. What is your cultural identity? Some people are multicultured. They are a mixture of different cultures. Maybe they have one parent from one culture and another parent from a different culture. And those cultures mix together. They have a fusion. They have a fusion. But still, they have a distinct cultural identity, even though it is a combination of two or more cultures. It's important for you to claim your cultural identity because this is part of your personal identity it is part of who you are it is important to identify with your religious or your spiritual identity a lot of people already identify with their religious identity they can say they're a christian they're a muslim they're a buddhist you know they're catholic they're jewish a lot of people are already identifying with their religious identity, but sometimes we don't have people identifying with their spiritual identity. We are spiritual beings and we are connected to the spirit and we have our own spiritual practices. And it is important to find your spiritual identity. Who are you as a spiritual being? All right, we have political identity. A lot of people can identify with their political identity. They are a Republican, they're a Democrat, they are a liberal, they're a conservative. There are many political ideologies. Some people are communists, some people are uh, uh, dem uh, uh, democratic, some people are socialists. So it's very important for you to find out what is your political identity. Sexual identity. All right, sexual identity. When we're dealing with sexual identity, some people can interpret that as your sexual orientation. If you're identifying as heterosexual or homosexual, not necessarily. Now, sexual identity could be who you are as a sexual being. How do I, you identify yourself as a sexual being? Are you a loving sexual being? Are you a natural sexual being? Are you affiliated with perverse, perverted, perverted behavior? Are you a person that is very kind and nurturing as a loving being? Or are you a person that's violent and you're a person that's, that's very controlling? What is your sexual identity? It's very important that you identify who you are as a sexual being. All right. Gender identity. 
Now, gender identity, what are the roles that you're taking on as a gender? If you are a biological male, what are the roles that you're taking on as a biological male? If you are a biological female, what are the roles that you're taking on as a biological female? Now, the roles that you're assuming, that is your gender role. Okay, now different cultures have different gender roles. So you have to identify who are you in terms of your gender identity. Are you identifying more with a conservative? Are you identifying more with the liberal? Are you in between? Are you more a traditionist? Are you more modern? So it's very important to establish what is your gender role identity. Are you aligning more with the traditional roles or are you more with the modern roles? It's very important for us to identify who we are. Biological identity, sexual identity, political identity, gender identity, religious identity, all fall under the category of social identity, falling under the personal identity. Very important. Who are you? It is important that you choose who you are. Now, people can self-identify with any group they choose to. However, this may not be an accurate assessment. Some people have identity problems. They can self-identify with a group they really don't belong in because they don't share any of that group's characteristics, values, philosophies, or physical traits. Now, self-identity is defined as assign a particular characteristic or categorization to oneself. Describe oneself as belonging to a particular category or group. Now, some people believe they are part of a group when there's no evidence to support this. Now, the people in the group may reject them, identify them as an outsider, don't include them to be part of the group, but yet they still identify, self-identifying. They still identify themselves to belong to a group that they are not invited to and not welcome. They are delusional, believing a lie. They have a self-identification problem. The act of identifying yourself as a particular kind of a person. Just because you believe it doesn't make it so. Now, self-identifying as someone or something else is self-deception. Now, let me give you all some examples of self identification. Now, social status economic, identifying as a rich person when you're poor. Race ethnicity, identifying as an Indian when you're white, identifying as a white when you're black. Okay. Gender, identifying as a woman when you're a man. Nationality, identifying as Irish when you're Italian. Education, identifying as a college graduate when you never finish high school. Family status, identifying as a married person when you're single. Now, people are given the option to self-identify and they can select to be part of any group or category without any justification. 
They're doing it because they feel like it or because they can. Many people who are physically not white and visibly of Indian and African ancestry are given the option to classify themselves as white, as a racial category. That's an example. Another example is many biological born males are now self-identifying as women because they're cross-dressing as females and taking on the outer mannerisms. Some even have surgery to remove their male sexual organs. Now there has to be some boundaries, limitation and restrictions on self-identifying. If the technology becomes available to change people and inject them with animal genes, DNA, or plants, DNA or genes, <clears throat> to permit them to take on the characteristics of plants and animals, will they allow them to self-identify as animals or plants? There has to be some type of limitation here. Now, another example, we have women who are self-identifying as having a voluptuous body when they are using cosmetic and plastic surgery to achieve this figure. Their face, breasts, buttocks, lips, thighs, and hair are all unnatural, yet they're claiming their physical attributes to be theirs. Now that is self-identifying. Another example of self-identifying is self-identifying gives people the social permission to manipulate, deceive, and mislead people about their self-identity. Now, these people suffer from self-identity problems and really don't know who they really are. So they associate themselves with others, having a poor self-worth, low self-esteem. Okay, having a low self-worth and self-esteem can cause people to deny who they are and try to identify with someone else through self-identification. Some people find it very difficult to live up to who they are. They feel like failures, so it becomes easy to adopt a new identity. They want to adopt a new identity because they feel like a failure being who they really are. Now, let's give some examples. If it's difficult to live up to be a male or take on the male role and responsibility, status, and achievement, a boy may believe it's easier to become a girl to avoid failing as a man. Another example, maybe a female has been abused, raped, or exploited as a girl. She now believes it's safer and more manageable to take on the image of a boy. A person of one race is discriminated against, exploited, and denied opportunities. They may think it's economically and socially acceptable to pass as a white person to get the privileges they are being denied as a non-white person. Now, there are hundreds of examples of people who are self-identifying to escape a bad situation or what they perceive to be a disadvantage situation. It is very important for us to identify these individuals who are having identity problems. They don't like themselves. They don't like the group that they belong to. Maybe they feel guilty or they feel ashamed of that group. 
And because of that, they're choosing to self-identify with other groups. They place themselves in other categories that they really don't belong in. Right? So now let's talk about how do we change our self-identity. If you're having self-identity problems, all right, it's very important to understand that you can change your identity to something that is more natural to who you are and to be more accepting of yourself. Now, you choose your self-identity by learning certain things, taking on specific roles, experiencing particular situations, and changing social status, taking on different occupation or adopting new values. You can also form a new identity by becoming aware of your talents, abilities, and potentials. Choose to develop and use them. Align with your authentic self, making choices that are consistent with your true nature. Build your values and not internalize other people's values. Take a journey of self-discovery and explore your passion, your drives, desires, characteristics, traits, skills, and abilities. Learning who you are. If you learn who you are, you can develop an appreciation for yourself and be able to self-identify as the person that you are. So in other words, you got to become fully self-aware. A lot of people don't know who they are because they're not self-aware. You have to become self-aware. Self-aware is taking a journey of self-discovery. You have to allow yourself to know who you are. Find out what you like. What are your preferences? What are the things that you identify with? What are the things that make you happy? What are your talents? What are your gifts? What are your abilities? And by you doing that, you'll be able to know who you are. You can know your strengths. You can know your weaknesses. You know your negative patterns and your positive patterns. All right? There are positive self-image and there are negative self-image. Now, if you have a low self-esteem, you don't know your worth, you don't know who you are, you don't know your value, then most likely you're going to develop a negative self-image. If you are listening to negative people, abusive people, dysfunctional people, people who are not kind to you, they are constantly putting you down, disrespecting you, destroying your self-esteem, you will start to develop a negative self-image, a negative self-concept, and a negative self-identity. So it's very important for you not to listen to those people, but find out who you are for yourself. Get to know yourself away from those voices, away from all those negativity. Embrace who you are. Now live life to the fullest. Exercising your full potentials and allowing yourself to grow. Don't get stuck with an old identity that no longer serves you. You can be whoever you want to be. As long as you're being realistic and you're being practical. You're not deceiving yourself. 
Be who you are. Not who you think you are. Not who you want to be. Be who you are. Now, if you want to be someone, it is easy. As I just explained, go find out how to be that. Okay, some things are practical. You want to be rich? Go find out how to be rich and become rich. You can identify as a rich person because you have become rich. Okay, you want to be intelligent? Go find out what it takes to be an intelligent person. You don't have to fake the phone. You could just learn how to do that and be that. At the same time, you have to be realistic. If you're not something, don't claim to be it. And if there's, there's something that you cannot be, biologically, if you're not something, if you're not born this way, don't deceive yourself. You will never be that if you was not born that way. That's one thing that's constant is biological identity. Everything else can change, but biological identity is permanent. Whoever you were born to be, that's who you are. If you were born a male, you're a male. If you're born a female, you're a female. If you're born into a particular race, you're black, you're going to be born black, you're going to die black. If you're white, you're going to be born white, you're going to die white. So you cannot change those biological facts, okay? Because everything in your body is already registered. Every DNA, every chromosome, every cell is already registered as that particular biological fact. You cannot change that. You could change your appearance. You could change the external, but you can never change inside, which is who you are biologically. So it's very important that we identify ourselves for who we are and not self-identify as who we're not. Thank you very much.